Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're brothers, we're happy and we're singing and we're... It's Jason and John on Memphis' sports station, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Who that? Who that? You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. Welcome to your Wednesday hump day, August 10th. Hope everybody's safe and sound. Aaron Rodgers uh, wants you to know that, yes, he's a four-time MVP and Yes, he's an honorary black belt, whatever that means, but he's putting all the individual accomplishments to the side this year. He wants you to know, especially you Green Bay fans, he's focused on winning a second Super Bowl. Just so you know, so everybody can calm down. Thank you, Aaron Rodgers, for doing that. Uh, Maybe this will be an NFC North show because last night on Hard Knocks, we saw a ton, maybe too much, of the Detroit Lions. We'll talk about that as well, what we saw. Plenty of Memphis connections, John and I love to say. There's always a Memphis tie, and there was again last night. And here's another one. Happy birthday, Ja Morant. Ja Morant turns 23 today. How about a round of applause for the city's superstar, Ja Morant, on his birthday, number 2-3. Huh? I mean, is that... Is anybody behind me, or y'all, am I just out there on an island uh, saying happy I, birthday, John Morant. Want, I want John to be careful on his 23rd birthday. You okay. know, a, okay. you know he's, a, he's a very wealthy man now. Do you think I would have more behind the happy birthday? You thought I, I'd I have a few did. more lines there? You didn't look prepared 23, for 23, kind of a lame birthday. 2-3? 23, I mean, all your All your early 20 birthdays, once you get past 21, kind of feel the same, you know? I mean, 23 feels the same as 22, 24 feels the same as 23, 25 feels the same as 24. Yes, I'll buy that. Only until you get to about, like, 27 does it start to like like oh damn I'm three years away from thirty like that's when it starts to set in but see like I'm thirty one years old y'all are too far removed or yeah at least more recently I feel like I'm on season three of twenty nine okay you know what I mean I don't feel thirty one I feel like I'm on season three of twenty nine like my uh, and I know at some point I will feel my age but I don't yet 
um, which I consider to be a blessing. Good. You know? Yeah. There's not a great deal of difference between 31 and 29. I think Bennett feels his 30s, don't you? Yeah. You've shifted over? Yeah. When did He's you, gone over to the other side, and so have I. When did you start – when did it, like, occur to you that, like, you were just completely washed and that you had you had no, nothing productive to offer the world any longer? Maybe on that slip and slide. I was asking, He's like, talking to you. <laughs> He's looking dead at you. He's what? like, you gave up, Bennett. How, how you gonna let you, him, but like, I'm just how saying, you like, let him talk to when, you like when, that? When did it? When it was? Like, when was it like? Damn, like I'm old now. What was there an age? Mm. Was it, what was the switch? Probably, probably like 33, 34. I was like, yeah, I'm starting to get up there a little bit. What about you? I don't know. I just, I, I told you, Bennett was on that slip and slide. I, again, I haven't <laughs> had one to that degree. Mm. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still active. A lot of people have not seen the video of him on the slip and slide, uh, but you, you did, uh, you did take a tumble on the uh, on the slide there. I thought I just did a good slide. Well, no, it was a good slide, but it was like it, the the slip and slide itself was it's a splash pad, John. It wasn't a slip and slide. Right, but you slid, you slipped and slid on it though, didn't you? Yes. Right, you you slipped and slid on it. I was trying to make my child laugh, but that's a splash. I pad. think you made us all laugh. <laughs> Oh, man. That's what I was going for. Yeah, you're a man of the people. No, I appreciate it, man. I'm messing with you. We love having it's you good here. Good to have you. That's what this all. You means. know that um, whether that's a splash pad, family. slip and slide, radio show. You know, you're gonna you're gonna do what you do. You're gonna make the most of it. Uh, and so it's good to have you. But happy birthday to John Morant, 23. Mm. Uh, it's good to be John Morant. Man, is it? 23. Just got that extension too. It's gonna kick in. 23. Ooh, 23 wait. years times 10. 23 times 10. Is how much money he's got. So he's got pretty good. He's man. got ten million for every year he's been on this earth. Pretty good if you can get it. Make that all NBA again, which he'll do. Yeah, he'll probably do that. Uh, anyway, we have a big show planned today. Bennett's here. Bennett's in the building. We're going to hear from him momentarily and some over under. Uh, Mark Giannata is going to join us at eleven twenty-five. Get his thoughts on you know what's going on in Memphis, right? Kind of unfortunate with the weather, isn't it? I mean, it was a downpour yesterday. Uh, I think we're going to be blessed on the other side of it, though. It's going to okay. lower the humidity, and maybe here for a there change, you know, you'll have some you'll have some decent weather. Not not as hot. It, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, the rain clears out. Should be pretty good on the back half of it. That's my that's my weather report for the week for the for the for the FESJC. Yeah. So you have that, um, and then of course um, we'll talk to him about the, uh, some things going on here locally, Memphis basketball. Other things with uh, Mark Giannato at 11.25. Then at 1.25, looking forward to this, Rondé Barber is going to join us, Super Bowl champion. You remember him? Do I? But by chance? Absolute stud. Tiki's brother. Tiki's brother. Man, don't say that. That was They're very twins, disrespectful, right? though. Yeah. You can say that. They're twins. It's but it a- makes it seem like, you know, he's... He's lower on the pole when you say, no, right? No, Rondé was a great, uh, what was he, safety? Yeah, safety, yeah. yeah. DB, he switched up. DB, yeah. So okay. most corner did, and then yeah. went back to safety like the, at the end of the career. Like most a lot of won a, did he win a Super Bowl with the Bucks? Won yeah, a Super Bowl with the Bucks. That's right, yeah. Remember? Beat, okay. beat, beat the? He beat? That was, that was the NCAA vacated that season. What? The NCAA, it doesn't exist, bro. My stop. No, that does not. I don't remember what you're talking about. Beat I mean, the Raiders. Beat the Raiders. That was a great Super Bowl, wasn't was it? I think he had five tackles in that game. Who was the quarterback for the Bucks? Uh, I know who it por- is. Was it, was it Brad? I think it was Brad Johnson. It was 100% Brad, Brad Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. It was 100% Brad Johnson. Do you remember the running back? Yeah. Don't say Allstott doesn't count. I'm talking about the running back, I was, bro. I was going to say Allstott. The running back. Um, wasn't Cadillac? 
No, he wasn't there yet. That was after. Was it before him? Think hard. Running back with all stock. Yeah. Was Warwick done there before he went to Atlanta? He it wasn't Warwick done. That's a good guess. Same kind of same kind of right around in there. It had to be the guy that came after him. It was Michael Pittman, senior. Easy to uh, forget. Uh, Yeah, that's tough. Who I believe is the father of Michael Pittman Jr. Okay. Wow. We're going to let you have that one. You act like it's somebody a name we were supposed to know. You guys suck. That was tough, bro. You guys absolutely and you suck. took all stuff out. That's of why it. we stopped doing NFL trivia on. on this show because we just, just gave you the quarterback. We used and to do else. NFL trivia, but you guys continuously on a week to week basis embarrassed yourselves. Well, I don't think I was actually the best. Uh, and so yes, we're going to be joined by Ronnie Barber, Super Bowl champ. Yes, the brother of Tiki. Uh, he'll join us at one twenty-five. We'll talk to him about a number of things. Right? We'll talk to him about some win totals. Uh, this season, who he likes, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Buffalo. We'll get his thoughts on that gauntlet, that guillotine, that meat locker that is the AFC West. Get his thoughts on who could emerge out of that. You know, I mean, I think it's up in the air. It's, it's the best division in football, if no, especially if no Deshaun Watson. Get his thoughts on Aaron Rodgers. Get his thoughts on how he's going to, you know, fare without, you know, look, he's got he's got the most question marks offensively. Uh, as he's had his career in a long, long time. Dude, I just read they're ready to have Lazard break out. I'm sure they like, are. Like, I'm talking about Devontae Adams numbers. Lazard becomes Devontae. Let them tell it. I'm sure they are. I want to see it. You can, uh, you know, you can want Lazard that all you want. doesn't have those hands, and he doesn't have that route tree. Yeah. Devontae Adams is, a, is an expert route tree man. Has them all, can run them all. Yeah. Lazard can't do that. Yeah, so we'll talk to Rondé about all that uh, at uh, 125 later today. So that is the show today, but we promised Bennett we were going to put his ass to work. We're going to put him to work. We're going to do some over-under. Let's get it. It's Jason and John's over-under. Over. Over. Under. Under. So uh, oh, I didn't realize, <laughs> I didn't realize yeah, so, it trailed away like that. Yeah, no. So what? Yeah, what's, yeah he's I, new I, to the I show. I know yeah. how to do this. All right, new again. Um, here we go. Uh, <clears throat> digs at digs in Memphis football last night on Hard Knocks. Over. Under. Told you there was a Memphis connection. Yeah, the total is point five, right? Because there was quite a stir made on Hard Knocks last night when Aiden Hutchinson and undrafted free agent former Tiger Obina Eze were in the cold tub together. Uh, and they were having a conversation, right? Like, an, you know, an offensive lineman and a defensive lineman might do. Uh, and we'll just we'll, we'll we'll get into it. This was the conversation in case you missed it. What offers did you have in high school? Offense? Offense, offers. Yeah. Oh, what offers? Yeah. No, I only had like 13. Well, because everyone already knew I was going to Michigan. Oh, I only had 13. Like, probably like 13. Oh. But, like... Everyone already knew I was going to Michigan. Yeah, yeah. So my dad played there. My whole oh, fam- my whole family see. went there. My sister just graduated from there, so. Oh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> so why'd you go to Memphis? See, bro, like, you gotta understand I'm not American, you feel me? So, like, all the big time four stars, I'm not really understand. You feel me? Like, so, like, I was new to America, so, like, had, I felt closer to them coaches, and that was what I made my decision off of, because, like, I was just learning football, though. Like, I played one year of football in high school before I came to college. Like, it's my seventh year playing football my whole life. Yeah, 
here and offers my best to us up? I know that's a sweet. Alabama? Alabama, LSU. Yeah, all of them. Kentucky was my first stop. I had Michigan. You had Michigan? Yeah, like, see, you went to Memphis? Ruiz, see, he's trying to, yeah, Ruiz, yeah, yeah. I had that's Michigan. That's what I'm telling you, bro. Not every offer you go to Memphis. Bro, I say that Memphis is not that bad, fool. Like, they just, say it's, it's the, it's the conference. Saying, though, you know. But I, I get what you're saying. The typical person will go, not go to Memphis, but it's like, I wasn't a typical person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just a kid from Nigeria. Like, if I had to do it all over again, I would still go to Memphis. You're coming to Michigan, bro. Ah. Yeah, so there you go. If I had to do it all over again, I'd still go to Memphis. How about that? It sounds like it was it was uh, for whatever reason recorded in a tomato can, but um, yeah, well, I believe it is a little bootleg. Yeah, that's all right. That's how we get that's how we get things done around here, right? Uh, but but yes, he he said if I could do it all over again, uh, I would still go to Memphis. Got to understand. I'm not from America, so all the big time schools basically didn't uh, didn't mean what they mean to to you. He also said um, it's not Memphis is not that bad. It's the conference just threw AAC all up under the bus. Yeah, that was not a dig from Aiden Hutchinson at all. That was not a dig by him oh, at all. I disagree. Under way under. It makes total sense, right? Aiden Hutchinson lives a different world and a different life than a guy like Obina Eze. So he comes at it from a purely objective standpoint that, wait, you're saying you had offers from Bama and Michigan and LSU and all the SEC schools and you went to Memphis? That's not disrespect. I think he was generally, uh, genuinely confounded by that. Like why, when you have all those offers, you're not from Memphis, you're not from America, why would you choose to go to Memphis? I think that was a genuine, like, you're going to have to explain that to me. Like, or, did you have, like, a rap sheet? Like, did, are you coming over here? Like, what, what's going on, man? What's, what's the deal? I don't think it was a dig at Memphis football as much as it was. It's hard to understand why someone would make that choice when you legitimately have the other schools on your list. But Obina had to say, bro, don't say that. Memphis is not that bad fool. Yeah, dude. But it's like, a, he was starting to feel, right? That because is not he, a dig, Because though. Aiden kept asking the question. Yeah. I'm with you. It's not much of one. And here's the point. He was open to being educated on exactly. it. Exactly. Right? If he kept saying, no, nah, fool, no, nah, fool, you a damn fool going to Memphis. Right. Right? Doesn't let Eze right. tell his story. Yes. That's another thing. But but I'm going to go with over here because oh, I feel like yes. John no. Obina had to call him no. a fool. Obina called him a fool like I have to do you sometimes. And, again, he was telling him, hold on, bro, back off. Yeah, it was. I think the first, the first he the, went to Memphis. Right, was, that's was, one. That was that was fine. But then he started putting some inflation. You went to Memphis. And Memphis? You went to Again? Memphis. He took it up. So I'm gonna go. Yeah, well, we're not gonna on. go a ton of digs here, but you got to at least go over the half number and put it one. The my man had to say, bro, don't say that. Bro, he, Memphis is not that bad, he, fool. He didn't disrespect so Memphis. Though. When you have to he answer never like said, that, like man, Memphis Again, sucks. It's not over. It's it not overt disrespect. It's not huge. I mean, that's disrespect, what you, you guys just. But look it's absolutely for it. implied. You, you guys you know. just. It, it, he it, held. It, he. It, it, Obina said he had crossed the line. Is fool. It, it's. It is. That, it when is you have objectively, to put, and it's it so Memphis that he put the fool on at now, the end. Obina learned well. Now we know why Obina chose Memphis. We know Ryan Silverfield learned Igbo to recruit Obina, right? That he made that relationship that he Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that Silverfield was a big part of that. I remember that going all the way back then. Ryan was, was the, the offensive line coach and, and he recruited Obina personally. And he said I felt closer to the coaches. That yes. was part of the yes. educa- that part of what so he told we know uh, Hutchinson that, there. Right? Yeah, sure. Aiden Hudson does not know that. So I I I get it. I, I I would ask the same thing if I was Aiden Hutchinson. I was like 
Okay, dude, you got all the SEC. Yeah, but you asked Big three times. I'm going to ask four you, times. No, no, no. Because that don't make no then, sense. Then, you, then you're crossing the it, line. Then like, no, I mean, like. It's, it's a, di- a little bit of a dig. It's really not, though. It's, it's some of that big boy looking down on little boy stuff. Don't act like there's not some of that in there. The entitlement was oozing. Thank you, Bennett. But it's like, but hold on. Yes. Like, okay, don't okay. act like that some so of that okay, wasn't in okay, there. Okay, so let's say this. Let's say it's an NBA. Let's say it's an NBA training camp show, right? And it's Will Barton sitting in a cold tub. And and he's in and he's sitting he's sitting next to a guy that went to I don't know let's just pick a school Louisiana Lafayette a bit different he, he Memphis picked, has a basketball he, history he, but right, go ahead right Michigan has a, ba- a football history yeah. right so I'm just saying and, and so this kid says yeah uh, you know I had offers from Memphis I had offers from Houston I had offers from you know Florida State okay and Will Barr's like. And you went to Louisiana oh, Will, Lafayette. And Will is the one doing the question. Okay, right. that's where I've misunderstood where you're is going with the analysis. Is it a dig at Louisiana Lafayette, or or is it, bro? You had offers from like the best basketball schools in the world, and and you know you chose to go to Louisiana Lafayette. Why are you defending Aiden? Because I feel like Aiden was unfairly he attacked. He, he doesn't need it. I think he was unfairly I, attacked. Again, I don't think it was I, much of an attack. It I, was just like, oh man, here goes these folks saying I'm small again. I'm happy to call out things when necessary. Mm-hmm. But I think there's just a little bit too much sensitivity with this one. Like, I saw multiple people tweeting about it. Oh, I don't think Ben and I are overly sensitive about no, it. No, Ben came in mad we, today. I think ben, we have the proper no, amount I felt, of I felt like that my alma mater was was. He had to call him a fool, Ben. Stand, TV, exactly. Yeah. We're standing on it. It was over one. It was over a half a dig. Well, it's one I, dig. I don't know if Aiden Hutchinson's been paying attention, but Memphis is uh, is is a big boy football program. That's these right. Days. That's right. Yeah. Let him let him know. Let him know. Moving on. Okay. Uh, the deep, speaking of the Lions, wins for the Detroit Lions this upcoming season six and a half over under. Well, based on Dan Campbell's speeches, I would I would lean under here, but they've got some talent. It's not just all about Dan Campbell and trying and passion and trying to get folks fired up. Dan Campbell's obviously the coach, the former NFL tight end. Um, He'll run through a brick wall for his players. He'll even get down and do the down and ups. You see that? He was doing the exercises with his players uh, that's showing he's a player's coach, all of it. He's big on speeches and grit is one of his key words that he goes to all the time. That's all fine and dandy, but they've got some talent there now that is clearly, I would say, ready to get up off the mat of the NFC North and at least be better than the Chicago Bears. If the number's six and a half, we're playing 17 games. I'm gonna. I feel pretty comfortable going over here because I know I got a pretty good idea. My Bears gonna give them two wins. There's a good. They always play Green Bay tight. Who knows? Maybe this is a year they pick off Aaron Rodgers uh, uh, once because he doesn't have Devontae anymore. But I'm just gonna. I, I don't need to go through the schedule to think that Detroit, with more talent now, is gonna go over six and a half, um, seven, eight, whatever it is. Either way, I'm over. Yeah. So. Let's just take a look, Jason. All right, let's take a look at their schedule. Uh, I, look, they were a very competitive one-win team last year. Like I'm, like I'm not even like no, I, that was the passion. Yeah, but now they've got a little bit of talent to go with it. Well, look, offensively, you know, you do have the Sun God Amon Ra. You have DeAndre Swift. You have emotional leader Jamal Williams. You have T.J. Hawkinson at the tight end position. Mm-hmm. You got two wins a year over Chicago. Antoine Randall Hill is the receivers coach. You see that they went and got a veteran DJ Chark. DJ Chart, who's apparently yep. been really good in camp. So you have okay. So let's just go through this schedule really quickly. Eagles week one at home. That's probably an L. It needs to be, but they could win it. Uh, it then you have the, Eagles. the Commanders at home. That's easily a win, right? That could easily be a win on the road at Vikings. Host the Seahawks. That could be two wins on the road at Pats and Cowboys. That's probably in both L's. Dolphins at home probably an L. Packers at home probably an L. On the road at the Bears. I mean. 
that's a toss-up. That's a coin flip, right? It is in Chicago, so you could lose that one. Then you on the road at the Giants, host the Bills, host the Jags, host the Vikings, on the road at Jets. The Giants, Jags, Bears, Dang, twice. man. That, a, they a lot got of the, an easy uh, schedule. That, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I hear a lot of wins that, in there is what that, I see. But there's a lot, a lot of those but, games are on the road. And that's I'll certainly the say opportunities in there. I just told you I think they sweep the Bears this year. Jets, I mean, Panthers on the road. Um, Giants on the road. But they play Panthers? the good teams at home. Jets? Right. You said Giants in there? So they have to get Bears the, twice? I'm, I'm going to say under still. I think they win six, and then they land on six. Give me seven all day. Seven or more, easy. Yeah. I don't think they're making the playoffs where Bennett's got them as the uh, – yeah. don't you have them as the number one seed coming out of the NFC? I'm saying, I'm saying uh, over that is my uh, NFL hot take of the uh, preseason is that the Lions will make the playoffs this year. By the way, like if they, Definitely if they, going win, over here if they win six games, that is a 600% increase. From a year ago. Again, a lot of it's what's going on around them. And that schedule, John, you just read off some op- some easy opportunities there for one. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to take one. Like, they're going to have to beat a team like Miami. They're going to have to be- you know, sweep your Bears, really. Well, I'm telling you right now, Hutchinson going to have about three sacks because he'll come around and get whatever he wants against an offensive line that yeah. last week had four rookies yeah. out in front of Justin Fields. You, I don't think you're, you're grasping just how bad my Bears are going to be this year. Like incompetent, looking for the number one pick type stuff. Right. You know, going to be in the in the mix for number one. So I think again, that's two wins for Detroit. The rest of the schedule, I see over six and a half. You see under. I, I'm, I like that we're on opposite sides here. We are on opposite sides. And yeah. then is there one more? Is there one more, Bennett? I got two more. Uh, over under seed for the Grizzlies this upcoming season four and a half. Over under. Huh. Well, the reason why we asked this question is because there was an ESPN piece. I don't know. Was it Kevin Pelton? Do we know if there was like an author on it or was it like a panel? Uh, I think it was a panel. Our panel reveals its championship prediction. Yeah, so a panel of writers uh, and analysts at ESPN went through the West and they slotted the Memphis Grizzlies at the four spot. Um, So over would be uh, five, six, seven, eight. Under would be three, two, or one. Um, I am going to say over, um, and I'm going to do that because Jaron Jackson Jr. is right now projected to miss the start of the season. If Jaron is able to play relatively soon, as you know, as the season gets underway, yeah, I think they're going to be a four seed for sure. I mean, they were the two seed last year. They were the two seed last year, and the only thing that's different is Kyle Anderson. So, yes, I will say. That uh, if Jaron does not miss the time that we currently think he will, they have every possibility and every possibility and opportunity to be the four seed. Uh, if not, I, I just think it's going to be too difficult for them to patch up what Jaron brings. You know, you're going to be depending on J- uh, on Brandon, who has shown he does he doesn't do as well in the starting lineup. You have no shooting there in your front court if that's the direction that you go, and if you don't go that direction, you go. Guy like Dylan, who again, like that's an experiment. We've never seen that. Jake Laravia is not ready as as a as a you know late first rounder to play that spot. Um, yeah, I think you're just gambling a little bit. I would have liked them to. I would like to have seen them gone out and added somebody like a vet, you know, on a vet minimum, and just sort of be you know a, a stretch four type and make some shots and defend. On a cheap deal, but that's just not the way they're going to operate. You're saying some Kyle Anderson type stuff. A- exactly, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So because right now we're operating on the assumption that Jaron is going to miss some time, I will say the Grizzlies have a hard time in that stretch and therefore will not be able to be the four seed. And then there's going to be a reacclimation, yada, yada, yada. 
like John said, we've based this around ESPN's predictions. And to just for background, they've got the Suns 1, Golden State Warriors 2, Denver Nuggets 3, Grizzlies 4, Clippers 5. That's my issue is that with that fifth team, the Clippers. I think they're going to be higher than that. Um, with Kawhi back, uh, again, we're not, we're, not, we're not going over under here on win totals. They've got the Grizzlies at 51, the Clippers at 50. We're going on spot in the playoffs. We're going on seed. Numbers four and a half, right, Bennett? Yes. I just think there's a good chance you finish at five. For a lot of the reasons John laid out, Jaron missing early, what are you going to do in that spot? But then getting him reacclimated. We know the Grizzlies like to work slow. Again, that said, we've seen this team miss key pieces last year. What, and still end up with the second-best record in the league? You know, they've, they've had guys go down before. That said, you don't have the vets in that second unit that you've had. You're going to be right. relying more on guys who haven't done it. Again, I think more of the Clippers, I, and, and maybe I'm wrong for that, but at 50 and 32, remember the John Wall signing? Like, he's got a lot to prove. I just You see some depth there, too. It's not just Kawhi back with Paul George. They've got depth and pieces. Yep. So I, I'm going to say – I'm going to say they finish over because I got the Clippers higher, and I think whether it's the Suns, Warriors, who I like what they've done this offseason, I think, I, think, I think you're smart to put the Nuggets. Not, not saying they, they finished it, but Nuggets top four makes some sense to me if Jamal Murray, who's had the time, comes back and is anything. I mean, look at Klay Thompson last year and mm-hmm. his return. If it's anything close to that, they can be elite again. So I've got Grizzlies right now in that five spot ahead of the Dallas Mavericks, but above four and a half. It's going to be tough to get to be top four this year. Don't y'all feel like yes. you know, home court again to duplicate that with what's happened around you? Yeah. Again, we're not even... You know, Golden State's not going anywhere. We didn't talk about Dallas and Minnesota either. And right now you got the Grizzlies above them, but there's no promise of that. Clippers are going to come back Minnesota. for a spot, right? They're going to come back for a spot, period, point blank. We you know, know that. Minnesota in the regular season could be pretty tough. Yeah, I don't believe in them come playoff time, but them in the regular season could be tough. But right now i got Grizz 5, so it's over the 4.5. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and be mad at you, though, if you've got them as a top 4 seed, and then as the ESPN does. Yeah, I mean, you have, you, have, you have seven legitimate teams, I think, that are trying to find four spots. I mean, so, they, the, the ESPN's only got them at Grizz 51 and 31, only two games behind the exactly. Nuggets for the third spot. So, so, yeah, you have the Suns, you have the Grizz, you have the Warriors, you have the Mavericks, you have the Nuggets, you have the Clippers, you have the Timberwolves. You know, that's a, that's a lot of teams there that could all plausibly finish in the top four. Um, well, the, the, the sixth seed is going to be an awesome basketball team in the West. Uh-huh. It, it, oh, it, it, oh, it is. It just is. Are, you, are, you all, can, are y'all both on board that Clippers are a top three seed in the West? It's not even or a that, question. That's where I'm at. What about Maybe. You? Okay. Come on, bro. I don't know. Long well, I'm time. open to listening, but that's I what mean, I'm I, saying. I, 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 just There's been a lot of time, uh, you know, a lot of time in between the last time they were elite. I just, you know, uh, it might take some time for them too. I don't know. Well, you remember Kawhi, right? I remember him well. He, he looks he, good. He's had a long, and he had, long yeah. layoff. I mean, he might have to get a little reacclimated himself. I think he's been playing during some of that layoff, though. Like yeah. this dude, it ain't just been on the couch. I mean, if the Clippers want, I'll put it this back way. like Terminator. If, the Clipper, if it matters to the Clippers but, to be a three seed or better, they will be a three seed or better. That's where I'm at. Like they, they, if they if they load manage their way through the season sure. and they don't care, right. you know, kind of like you know we've seen teams do in the past. Though, like the Nets, for example, right? Like they're like we'll be an eight and we'll make so much noise and they end up getting swept. But if they take that approach, then that's that to me. That's the only way they would not finish as a top three seed. Don't forget about uh, Giannato's favorite guy, Reggie Jackson. How could I, man? He's the face of the league. That's so uh, yeah, I will I will take the over on that. But if Jerem's, you know, look if he comes back a week or two after the season starts, tough to be top four. We can we can revisit that discussion. Last one. A number of holes John will watch out at Southwind this week. 
Your old stomp under. Under. What's the uh, what's the number? Do we do we have the oh, number? The number is four and a half. Okay, so four and a half. Is this is this in person? You're saying? Do a watch from the balcony. That makes it oh. easier, right? You just hold the baby in your arms and yeah. watch watch from eighteen. There's not much holding her in my arms anymore, brother. Oh really? Oh no, she is uh, she is a firecracker. Well, that's what they call a toddler. I mean, she I is should, like she's everywhere. She, the only time she will reach for me is when she's uh, in jail in the playpen. That's the only time she'll want to be held by well, it's me. Because women are always picking her up. Yeah, she'll like she'll put her arms up to me because I'm like I'm like I am not, I am not getting you out of this. Breaking can. you out of here. Yeah. You're stuck, sister. That's the only way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the only way we anybody around the house can have some peace. Mm-hmm. Is if she's you know imprisoned. Now are you gonna get out to the tournament? I told you after Wednesday Thursday here the rain's gonna clear out. You're gonna have nice weather. You know I I it, it, it just I, I don't currently have an invitation to do that. Uh, if I if and when I do get one, I think I could make my way out there. Well, I mean you you literally can walk. Your house is out there. Why do you need an invitation? Because I want to like I want to take I, Riley. I, I would want to do it with a group. I would want to do it with. The, oh you know what okay, I mean? you want to beer it up like uh, GP sure. was talking. About. That's right. Yeah. You know if not beer then, tent. I'm not. I'm not a fan of golf. I mean, I don't think anybody listening is going to, you know, we don't, no, wreck mistake and, you for that. Yeah, no, no. I hope not. I don't think. You're, I hope you don't like slide off the side of the road when I say that. Um, like I, I, you know, I, I, it's not something that I'm passionate. You don't about. have to explain. Um, but uh, I, I support it. I encourage all of you that do love golf to go. This sounds like an under coming. But the answer is unequivocally the un, the answer would be under one and a half. Oh, the answer okay. would be under point five. Wow. You know, and I, I might. Hold up. Can we add up to over four and a half holes in person? Oh, there's not a chance. The three of not us, can, can we power up and form Voltron and get no, because, over four because and a half? I mean, if somebody's got a ticket for me. Right, so that's the, oh. that's the Bennett way. Sounds like we're that's, all, that's the what, total that's, see, is under. Now it really starts to feel like old times because that was what Bennett used to do on our show, right? Bennett would openly beg for tickets. He would say, like, I can be bought off. I forgot somebody, about Like, yeah. that was his M.O. I'll go if somebody pays my that. way. Like, am I right? Isn't that your, like, that's what you used to do. Pretty accurate, <laughs> like, which I respect. He like, doesn't have I'm to not do made that of money. Anymore. Shoot your shot, bro. Shoot your shot. Um, but yes, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think it's going to be. Would you, okay. you really would go if somebody gave you a ticket right now? Uh, yeah, I think so. Maybe take my kid out there. I need two tickets. I got to take my kid. Kids under kid, four got to have a ticket. Kids free. Kids under four free. I think they got to be right. Pretty sure you can get him out there for Come the free. On, somebody hooks me up with a ticket. I might take Noah out there. Let him see some. Uh, Nobody will charge for Noah. Yeah, he'll love it. Yeah. He maybe, might fall maybe, in love. Maybe get Rory to hold him up, take a picture with him. There you go. That'd be nice, uh, there, Mr. There. PGA. Can I get a press? Rory McIlroy. Well? That's the that. Well, if you get a press credential, you don't need a ticket. No, I mean, I want like I want to be able to. Well, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think I'm. I think I don't I think you're allowed to take pictures with the golfers though. If you're like that's there, the as thing. Part I want to be. I want to be a fan. Take one with a uh, Cam like, before he leaves for live. Like, live golf, like that, Cam Smith. That, that is the new thing as a new dad, like of a of a toddler that's becoming aware of her surroundings. Like soon enough, I'm gonna have to like go up to like athletes when I'm out and say, like, hey, will you take a picture with my kid? You know, she's a big fan. Blah blah blah. Like that's a that's a that's a new one. You've done that with Jaron, right? It's 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 fine. Uh, Jaron, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like last year at the games, and it's fine. Jaron's yeah, a good dude. The kid, yeah, the kid, the kid loves it. You do it for your kid, exactly. You know, you look like a fool, right? But you don't even think about that. You're not in the picture, so and, it's and fine. The, and again, the players know. They, right. they know. I got this parent, but it's about the kid. It's, 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 got this fool parent, now, but it's about if, the kid. If, it's in if, my face. If the parent's in the picture, that's different. But as long as it's just the parent taking the picture, it's fine. You know. That's what I prefer. Yeah. If Make the, it about the kid and the don't and get the in star. the picture if you're the parent. 
All right. It's about if it's truly about that's the getting kid, all in the videos, yeah, like puff, and, you know, that in my yeah, style. I would be, I'd be very careful. All right, we'll come back. Mark Gino is going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to him about all this and more on the other side. Jason and John, 90 FM, ESPN. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John. Live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Gianotto is the sports columnist at the Commercial Appeal. He's the host of Gianotto and Jeffrey every afternoon right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. He joins us every Wednesday. He joins us now live from TPC Southwind, my friend. Is that right? 
Yes, I'm out here uh, by the driving range. Uh, Wednesday Pro-Am Day is in full tilt. Oh, I love it. Um, just had a uh, FedEx plane named after a St. Jude patient. Um, so, uh, yeah, things are getting underway here. And uh, no rain so far. The course seems to have held up well after last night's torrential downpour. Uh, but we'll see. I think it's supposed to rain again uh, this afternoon. But uh, we'll, we'll see how it proceeds. But so far, so good out here. So um, it's a pretty good... It's a pretty damn good field, isn't it? Like in terms of like, yeah, some, I mean, like it's like there's some real, you know, some real names and notables out there. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's the you know, it's the FedEx Cup playoffs. You got you know, basically every good PGA golfer uh, on the you know PGA Tour golfer. I think 19 of the top 20 in the world golf rankings uh, are here this week. Um, Dustin Johnson's the only one. Now, obviously, it's a little different. I would say. You know, you know, obviously, like guys like Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka, they're you know they're big names that you know usually come here that aren't here. But you know, all in all, it's certainly a you know it's a really good field, um, and uh, you know this is a a lot of money is on the line in this event. So uh, you know, Rory, Rory, and Justin Thomas talked today uh, to the media. Uh, and you know the big storyline is that all the whole live golf stuff. I mean, it has dominated. I think the preamble to the tournament. Now that that court case is over yesterday, now that those guys are not going to be allowed to play in the event this weekend, I think now it'll start turning back to sort of the familiar storylines when golf comes to Memphis. You know, the tournament, the golf, obviously, but also you know St. Jude, the mission, the kind of the you know the the staple this event has become in our community. Um, now and it's I think it's 60th year, 65th year uh, of this tournament. So um, yeah, it's a it's, it's definitely a good field though. It's, I, I mean, you, you got most of the best golfers in the world out here at, uh, in Memphis. How weird a vibe is the Cameron Smith stuff with the reports out there that he's going to join, you know, Live Golf? No, he was asked about it repeatedly yesterday. I read some reports where he got up and walked out. Some you know that the press conference wasn't wasn't over when he did. Obviously, no comment. It didn't want to answer any more questions about it. But how weird's the vibe just around Cameron Smith and 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 other golfers? You know, sort of attitude toward him. Yeah, I think there's some. You know, like Justin Thomas was asked about it today. Like, well, how do you feel about you know this report that you know essentially the the Telegraph in London is reporting that. Um, Cam Smith has signed mm-hmm. with Liv already for $100 million. Not just like is rumored to go, like that he signed already. And it, you could tell from, you know, Justin Thomas made it clear if that's actually the case, if he plays the FedEx Cup playoffs and then, you know, two weeks from now he's going to live and it was all set up all along, like I, it was very clear he was not going to be happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, now he also said it sounds like Cam Smith, may have been doing some damage control in the locker room here at TPC Southland because, um, you know, <clears throat> Justin Thomas alluded to something on the lines of, you know, <clears throat> we've since been told nothing's official until it's official. Like, it feels like <clears throat> whether it's Cam Smith's agent, <clears throat> excuse me, or Cam Smith, mm-hmm. he's been telling the other golfers, hey, like, you know, not everything you read is true, something like that, even though it probably is. Um, so, um, yeah, I think it's gonna. I think it is. The whole vibe is a little different than any other year I've covered this event, just because of yeah. this looming. I mean, everyone. That's all anyone is talking about. You know, at least yesterday, um, and you know, even today. Like that's all anyone's talking about is this this 
showdown between the PGA Tour and Live Golf because that's what it's becoming. Um, you know, I, it, we avoided sort of a confrontation, if you will, here in Memphis. Um, I'm not necessarily like – I would have loved to have seen what would have happened if those three Pretty guys awesome. were out on the course. Right. Um, but but there, it's coming to a head at some point um, because, you know, they're obviously – you know, they're going to court. And so um, it's a fascinating kind of sideshow to the golf, and in a lot of ways it's superseded the actual golf this week. Uh, is, is, is a day going to come, you think, where – like it's just not discuss. Like live is not really like the the main thing. Like because it, it feels like live is the main thing right now, and I get it. It's new. It's controversial, and everybody's going. Like, do you think there will be a day with PGA where we're not like that's not the first question off everybody's lips? Because it, it's like I, 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 my my issue, and and I guess my 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 dilemma with it is I don't blame those dudes for going. Yet it feels like you know we're supposed to. You know, ah, yeah, to hell with those guys. And I, and I, I don't really, yeah. I don't really share that necessarily. Yeah, I'm with you, John, in that I'm not like I just don't think this is good versus evil. You know, like this is like rich dudes trying to get richer. Like that's what it is. And like to make it more than that, I, you know, I have a hard time doing that. Others don't. Um, but you know, do I wish they'd stay on the PGA Tour? Yeah, sure, because. I work in Memphis. I love covering the golf tournament in Memphis. And the, the reality is Memphis is a PGA Tour town through and through because of its affiliation with FedEx. So if one day, 25 years from now, Live Golf is the dominant tour in professional golf, like I don't think that's necessarily a good thing for Memphis. So, um, But at the same time, I think it's gotten to the point with Live Golf, like they've got five of the top ten guys, like the, the, those those ratings that they use to determine who's like the most popular golfers in the world to give bonuses last year, the, the PIP ratings or whatever they were called. Um, you know, basically the guys who are the most relevant on the tour, you know, the t- out of the top 10 last year, five of them were playing live. So um, I-, I think the way that PGA tour is acting where they're trying, they're taking this hard line, like the time to me has passed for that. Yeah. I think if I'm the PGA tour, I'm trying to figure out a better way to coexist, um, you know, so that, you know, because like, ultimately, like, you know, it's not great that, you know, Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka and whoever else aren't here. Right. Like, I'd rather have them, like, honestly, like, I don't really care about the state of golf other than I want the most, I want the best of the best of the best playing in Memphis, and that's not possible right now. Um, it's not possible for, frankly, any tournament except for maybe the U.S. Open and the British Open right now. And that, like that's not good for golf. Uh, talking to Mark Giannato here, columnist, obviously for the commercial appeal. Uh, switch it to NBA and and the Grizzlies in particular. ESPN had out, I think it was yesterday, they put out their win loss totals for the West and did contenders today. Uh, had Grizzlies fifty one thirty one. Pretty sure you saw this. Had them as the fourth seed. Mark, you think you, you think they're right about there, or would you lean outside the top four, more like a five to seven range on Grizzlies this season? Where are you at? Uh, I'm not after what we saw last year. I don't think you can put anything past that group. I think four probably. If you were if you were to go around, I think to ask and ask everyone, I'd say like their average spot in the West would be like four point eight. You know, like there'd be a lot of more. I think there'd be more people who pick them fifth or sixth mm-hmm. than pick them third or fourth. 
So, uh, you know, so there's that. But that sounds, you know, that sounds very reasonable to me. 51 wins and uh, finishing fourth in the West. I, I would think, like, that is, you know, if we're going to go with, okay, what's the type of regular season, given what they accomplished last year, what is, like, ultimately what the fan base will come away from feeling good about? That feels like a season you'd feel good about, you know, given where they are. Like, if they be, essentially, I know they, 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 finished second last year, but in a lot of ways you'd be maintaining a certain, the level you set last year. Um, and Frank, you're not, you know, you know, you're not going to have Jaron at the beginning of the year, you know, um, you know, at least as of right now, it appears, you know, your nucleus, if you will, your supporting cast is going to be a little more inexperienced than last year, a little less proven. Yep. I think you'd feel pretty good about 51 and 31 and a four seed in the West. But I also think it's doable, um, very doable, given what they accomplished last year. So I, I, I think that sounds right to me. But I, you know, like I said, I think more people probably would have them fifth, sixth, than third, fourth. All right, Ben. I want to ask you. We were talking about this uh, on the show today, and I'm sure you, you you watched the clip from last night or heard about it. Uh, Aiden mm-hmm. Hutchison and 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 Obina Eze's conversation on hard knocks last night. Some people were, uh, you know, <clears throat> you know, Bennett was uh, outraged. Uh, that 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 this would ever happen on uh, you know television that this would this kind of an insult would be televised and allowed to air. Um, I did not interpret it as a dig. I thought it was like, and you're a Michigan man, you understand. You if you were in that tub instead of Aiden, you'd have probably asked him the same damn thing. Like, did you interpret that as a slight to Memphis? Um, I sort of did. I didn't like what I. You know, I'm a Michigan guy, and I didn't really. You know, I just don't think Aiden Hutchinson is knowledgeable about Memphis, ultimately. Because um, I would venture to guess Memphis probably had this. That during the years Aiden Hutchinson was in college, I bet you it's very similar, the win-loss, the, like the number of wins Michigan had and the number of wins Memphis had while he was in college. Um, so I actually thought, it came, you know, I'm a Michigan grad. I thought it came off like Aiden Hutchinson didn't know that much about college football ultimately, because, like, Memphis was pretty relevant while he was playing college football, except for the last year. Um, and the thing I found odd about it is Obina Eze saying, you know, I would do it over again if I could. Yeah. You know, like, I'd do it over again. It's like, he transferred to TCU at the end. What are we, what are we talking about here? <laughs> like, um, so does, he, does that does that indication he regrets transferring to TCU? That was the part that kind of yeah. – I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, the Aiden Hutchinson thing, it was unfortunate, I think. Um, and Michigan, like I say this as a Michigan alumni, Michigan, Michigan fans are, uh, obnoxious. They are like known around the Big Ten as like, you know, like it's Ohio State and Michigan fans are the most like hoity, you know, sort of stick their noses up in the air. You know, that's the whole like little brother thing with Michigan State. Um, it's just, uh, that's just how Michigan University, of, you know, it, it's for better or worse. It's like the reputation, and I and unfortunately, my my problem with that was it felt like unfortunately, like Aiden Hutchinson was playing into that, whether he intended to or not, with how he treated Michigan and or Memphis in that clip. Yeah, absolutely a dig. Thank you, Mark. I just thought it was like yeah, it was definitely a dig, absolutely. and I didn't like it. But you don't, but you don't think it. And this is a Michigan man but, talking. Uh, well, to yeah, you. who works in Memphis and who does want the best for Memphis too, though. Mm-hmm. And that, but that's fair. That's it's fair. You is. are a neutral party in I this. I just think I understand Memphis. I don't think a lot of people outside of Memphis understand Memphis. Well, like you I, know, like until you get, I bet Aiden Hutchinson's never even been to Memphis. Well, like, of course, got some of that hardball. Of course. Arrogance. There's some air of arrogance to it, no doubt. But the comparison that I made, the analogy that I made was 
let's say Will Barton, is he still in Denver or did he get traded? Oh, Washington. Then, Washington. Right? Yes. Let's say that Will Barton's in a cold tub in D.C., right, and he's sitting next to, uh, you know, pick a pick a dude on the roster. You know, I don't know. Pick a uh, – you know. Bradley Beal. No, because Bradley Beal went to, like, a no. real oh, place. Oh, yeah, he's doing it the other way around. He fooled me with it Jeremiah too, Mark. Mar- Jeremiah Martin's yeah. a two-way guy on the Wizards, let's say in this hypothetical. He's talking to Jeremiah Martin. Well, no, he can't know anything about Memphis. No, let's there's uh, there's okay. nobody that or went to like head. a let's say there's just like a two way guy that went to like Louisiana Tech right in training camp, okay? okay. And uh, and Will Barton's in the cold tub with him. They're having a good conversation, and uh, so they get to talking to this two way guy that wants to make the roster who went to Louisiana Tech, and the guy's like, yeah. You know, I, I I had offers from Memphis, and I had offers from Florida, and I had offers from, you know, Duke and Duke, UNC. Utah. Well. Uh, of course, Will Barton's going to say, well, then why the hell did you go to Louisiana Tech? Like, did you, or did you get arrested? Did you have a felony on your record? It's a fair question. Yeah, well, I also think I also am dubious any time. Like, do we truly believe? I mean, you were, I wasn't here when Obineze committed. I, it was right before I got here. Do we, you know, half the time when these kids commit somewhere and say they had offers from Power 5 programs, like, mm-hmm. they don't really have committable Power 5 offers. Do we know Abinaze had committable Power 5 jo- offers John, committed to Memphis? John insists that Saban's offer was still on the table, as was one from LSU. Okay. He insists this about the story, so I guess we're going to roll Nick with Saban, it here, Mark. Nick Saban didn't learn. I'm with you. Nick's, like, was that still there He didn't, he didn't learn Igbo like Ryan Silverfield, man. Now, Silverfield got him, though. you got to give him the credit. Anyway, we've worked you too but, long, but Mark. But again, my, my, one, of my, one of my problems was just, like, he transferred to TCU, and he's like, I wouldn't, no, you're right. I wouldn't do it any other way. No, you're but exactly you're right. right. That, that we we, we did not talk team. about that. Like, yeah, he loved it so much that he left. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all in all, you know, it's, I saw the clip. It's fine. I mean, like, yeah. ultimately, I, I don't think it's anything that, like, is going to cause irreparable harm to Memphis. But I didn't, like, personally, as a Michigan fan who lived in Memphis, I came away going like, "Come on, we're better than that, Aiden Hutchinson. Like, we're better than that. You know, like we we can." He just he didn't even come off as knowledgeable. That was the problem mm-hmm. to me. Right. right. Well, uh, Mark, enjoy it out there, thank man. Thank you, brother. Appreciate for this. the time as always, dude. Thank you. All right, thank you, guys. Yep, he is Mark Giannato. Joins us uh, every single Wednesday here on the show. I thought maybe it spoke to his year at TCU. Oh, that's true too. That maybe it didn't go too. as it well as he had hoped. That that he told Aiden he wouldn't do it. You know, any different yeah, going and to I'm Memphis. Sure, and I'm sure T.J. Carter's in a cold tub somewhere probably saying the same thing, right? Is T.J., is he in somebody's training camp? I'm sure he is. Got to be, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we we came on here one summer and said that dude would pick off Mariota. Now, that could still be true, right? Could absolutely still be true. That could still be true. Maybe more so now because Mariota's throwing more passes. While we have you, Bennett, do you apologize for all the blasphemy that you spewed day after day about how good Marcus Mariota was. I mean, he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. For the Falcons, bro. For right. the Atlanta Falcons. He is a starter. Okay. It, like, they, they drafted a quarterback. They're going to replace him after four games. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm gonna say you're not we'll so, see. so you're not sorry. No. You're not? No. That, that This is no. your man. Bennett, again, it, it requires so much patience because you got to know what John's doing. He lost on the thing about the dig. Mm-hmm. Right, whether it was a dig with Aiden Hutchinson there with Giannato. So now he's got to go back and find something you something. were wrong. I'm going right? to find a win. So, th- so that he can get his W. I'm going to find and a one, win. And once you understand that, it's much easier to work But see, with. he wants to fight it. He wants to fight it. 
He doesn't want to give it to me. See that? See that? Once, once you he's give a bulldog, today, I know, but it's because he has another show to do. See, he's right. just, he's not in here because right. he loves it. I, well, he's because he has to. I, okay, I understand. My that. man's got a job from four to six. He does. He does. But here's my thing: he should know me well enough that if you give me what I want, I'll stop. I, just, I knew it over there when Giannato crushed you, you and know? came down with the final blow. It was a dig. <laughs> I knew you'd be searching for a dub soon. T.J. Carter's in training camp with the Rams. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's where he's at. Good place to be. Yeah, it is. Learn from the best. And Jalen Ramsey. But that man that man is defiant on the other side of the glass, though, isn't he? That man is never going to apologize for what he said about Marcus Mariota. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. That's just a hell of a hill to die on. No, he deserved an upgrade. He got one, and then Tanny let us all down last year after yeah. teasing us with the one side. Ryan Tannehill now is now what he goes by after that. Uh, was, it the, was it the divisionals? Was that the divisional round that they lost in? Yeah, it was, right? Because they had a bye. That's right. That's right. That's crazy. That's crazy that Once they lost that game. Crazy that they lost that game. Um, all right, we will come back. Uh, I broke the story yesterday about Joey Selipek no longer being at Fox 13. We do need to discuss that, um, what I know about it, and, uh, you know, was it the right decision? Um, was there a way? We'll get into all of that and more on the other side. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 Turn FM, ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 